allowed to do based off of what God has given him and put in him to be. But greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. There's something he put in you and me that's greater than it was in him. Right, right, right. But nobody told you. So what happened is because he's a deceiver, he's been trying to disguise himself, and he's a liar, he's a thief. He does everything to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants you, and he wants your joy, and he wants your peace, because if I can get that, then I'll have you give me, because he can't take it, but you'll give it away, because you'll think what he has is more. The devil is a liar. I, I can assure you this morning, I want to encourage you. I've encouraged myself. We even talked about my sister, and she's been here for 17 years praying for all of you as well as me. Let me show you. Don't nobody give her a death sentence. Let me preach to you now. It is not. In fact, I need y'all to know something. I was in Washington, D.C. last week. I had no idea, and Pastor, my friend, my, my, my big brother, my leader, he says to me, see that woman right there? And I said, yeah. He said, she was stage four cancer, and she totally free. Amen. Why did he say that to me? Amen. Why did he say that to me? He, you don't need some, he had no idea what I needed to hear to encourage me because he told me and reminded me what God is able That's right. to do. That's right. Somebody tell me. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I didn't want to tell somebody, don't nobody, don't nobody count nobody out. It ain't over. See, I'm from Philadelphia, so we used to say it ain't over to the fat lady saying, right? But I'm going to tell you something. She ain't got to say it. ain't over till he say so. So I'm here today to tell you God is shaping and molding leaders. And I'm going to give you some examples that even in my own life, things that come up against us because they are designed to stop you. I know that's right. For you to give up. I know that's see, right. If you give up and you give over, and he, remember, he doesn't have the power to take anything from you. That's not allowed. Y'all better read your scripture. Right. But he can't take what you give him. And once you give it to him, he now has authority because you gave it to him. There's something. So uh, when I gave Pastor Rob the keys, Shut to down, the put it back on. I gave him the authority to come in and do as he pleased. I didn't tell him he couldn't come in at this time. Okay, the keys represented his interest way. It is the same exact thing that the enemy is doing against. If you give him the keys, he will use them. Okay, but let me share with you. Keep the keys from him. Lock the door. And. You know he's outside, leave him out there. Y'all have the ability, the strength, and the courage. I'm going to show you through the word. This is not a secret. And so God's been talking to me about shaping and molding leaders. Because I even had to think about my own life. And I said, Where's you know, I'm going to tell you, I, I've been you know, going through some things myself about What am I supposed to be doing right now, God? Who am I supposed to be? What, what I need to know exactly. You know, and, and I know what I'm called to do. But there, 
talk to that. There's a tie in season. I heard reset two years ago. I heard reset. I knew COVID was coming. Oh, it was here. I knew what it had done. And I heard God say reset. He didn't tell me give up, give in. And it's not going to thrive. It's not going to be. And the enemy has been trying to give me some some, some stuff to look at and says, no, it ain't working. And I want to tell you, the devil is a liar. To the other company. But I know one thing. The only person that loses is a quitter. And as long as I'm doing what God said, I'm covered by the blood. And I can have what he said I can have. And I can be what he said I can be. And, uh, I hadn't been out in four years preaching. And last week, I was able to go to Washington, D.C. and uh, preach a message for the people that they received. And I got to tell you, I felt it out. And I thought I would not be able to spend one. But I just left out of there so charged up because the people were thanking me. I said that was exactly what we needed in here. God met us there. And it was encouraging to be able to leave and see that the people were blessed. And you know, not only that, I get to go out again next week. Twice in one month. And that's been out four years. Somebody said, what God? Here's the opportunity. And it's reminding me of who I am and what he's called me to do. And so yesterday, as I was preparing this word, the wind was blowing really, really hard. Yesterday, I, I, try to and, uh, we have some tall grass that grows up the, like this, and it was going. So we gotta get it. But the grass was blowing. I could see it moving, right? But what was moving the grass? It was the wind of God. The wind was blowing the grass, but I couldn't see the wind. All I can tell you is that the wind was full of power. It had enough power to make the grass bend down. And it was blowing constantly. Went out on the deck and some deck furniture had blown completely across the deck. But I couldn't see anything that touched it. Yet I know it was the wind. But the wind, I couldn't touch, I couldn't hold, I couldn't even harvest. And it reminded me, and he said, that's exactly who I am. You don't have to see me. And you don't have to touch me for me to do what I need to do in your life. I don't have to be what you need me to be. So I want to encourage He said, stop worrying about what you had to go through to get to where you are. He said, all of that was preparation for where I'm going. Let me, let me, let me take your attention. I want to tell you that some shaping and molding happens in the valley. Oh, you you right about it. We don't want to go. You right about oh, it. Oh, it happens in some wilderness places. Oh, it happens when I'm alone. Lord Jesus, you don't have nobody else around. Some sometimes when I start complaining that I'm lonely, God, and uh, He says, "Well, I need to deal with you." <laughs> and I want to share with you. He said, "This is all part. I need you to tell the people what I'm doing." So listen. I now know that all the times in my life, the high times and the valley times of my life, was what was shaping me. 
I know that now. Everything, the good and the bad, was all necessary for me to be who I am today. As much as we like to say, well, if this would have happened, and if that was going to happen, we would have Monday morning quarterback after has the game is over. We're saying, said, what, you know, if you'd have done this, this, and that, Mono. this might have happened. But that's not how life is designed. Because he said, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb, which means my destiny was already written out. And if I obeyed God, then my destiny could take place. The only thing that stands in my way is obedience. Right. I'm going to help somebody over here. The only thing that stands in your way is obedience. Oh, so for you that's looking, the only thing that stands in your way is obedience to the word of God. It will produce what it needs to produce. So no matter what you had to go through, oh, the shortage of what you thought wouldn't happen, the lack of money that you didn't think you had, you know, uh, when this went wrong and when that went bad and uh, when this came on you and that came out. None yeah, of that yeah. can stop you unless you stop believing in who God called you and said you are and that he can make you believe. It's all through the power of God. Remember, I couldn't see the wind, but it was evident. Thank you, God. Although I could not see the wind, Although I cannot see his hand, it is evident that the hand of God is on my life because in my own ability, I would be able to make it. So, so this, I now know that it shaped my life. When I look back over my life, I realize that the bad times was really the good times. I now say that growth took place in the valley of my life. Yeah. That's right. I don't know if you've ever been in a position where you didn't know when, how you were going to get out. But when you got out, you were so grateful. But yeah, no, you also probably wasn't you. I know you've been in that place. If you haven't yet, it will come with a And it's so glad. I'm so glad. And see, I got to say something. So good things, bad things happen to good people. All the time. And the reason is, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. And because we're in this world, we're subject to the things that exist in this world. Somebody say, but God. But God. Did not intend them for you. And so, he, as long as you follow him and stay obedient to him, they may try to come on you, but he won't let them overtake you. So, obedience is the key to your success. So I need you to learn how to be sensitive to the voice of God. Because he said, greater works would we do. In other words, and that always puzzled me because how in the world would we do greater? He said, I'm going to leave you another comforter. I don't know about you, but I think of my comforter on the bed. It's soft and warm. And when it covers me, I feel comfortable in it. I don't know about you, but you, you get that. So, I want to say, so the comforter, he described them as a comforter that would comfort you. In other words, if you trust him and walk with him, no matter what you go through and whatever you get in, he will comfort you through it. Oh, I love that. So now, where there's pain, he'll comfort you. 
Where there's trouble, he'll comfort you. Where there's a problem, he'll comfort you. See, see but I, I got to learn how to hear the voice of God. So, you know, on Wednesday night, and if y'all got to get out, you got to get back in here. We are having church Bible study back every Wednesday at 7 o'clock. But I'm teaching on the character of God. And on the character of God, you need to know who he is. You need to know how he operates. And then, see, because see, many of us heard of him, but don't know him. So he's trying That's to right. say something, but you ain't listening, because you don't you don't make it scary. Uh, uh, so if you start to learn on how the character is, and by the way, you know, he got all these names. Same God. Same God. Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Jehovah Rapha, my healer, right? El Elyon, right? Almighty God, right? So these all, I'm not talking about different God. God the same one. The names are connected to who he showed up to be in people's lives at that moment. So that's what they described him as, and those are the names he got written down. He got hundreds of them. Because he's God. Now for me, the greatest name he has, and this one meets all of them, is I Am. There it is. As simple as that is, I Am. Who is I Am? I am what you need when you need it. That's right. Oh, you're not hearing That's right. That's the great God. And this self-existent one didn't need nobody to bring him in, have everything in place, but had you and me in mind that here, the very last thing he made in creation on that particular day of what he did, it is, was all for you and me. I, I noticed that nothing else was made in his image. Only, only us. Now, it makes sense if you read the Bible and understand that the guy that's fighting us made a statement where the first sin occurred and it didn't happen on earth. It happened in heaven. He said, I want to be like the Most High God. So, God booted him out he had a conversation. He must have stayed around long enough that he had a conversation to convince a third of the angels to go with him. Now I gotta to help everybody here too, because if you ain't good at math, I'm gonna help you. Because why are we worried when he took a third, which means God had to keep two thirds. Right. Two thirds is greater than. I just want to make sure people didn't get this, this, the numbers confused here. Okay, because I just want you to understand. So. God has always been in control and will always be in control and will always have the upper hand. Just because of God, not because he got two-thirds of the angel, but just because he's God. Now the two-thirds do help. Alright? So I want to tell you how important that is because he gives them assignments and the assignments that they get are important because on that, y'all remember Daniel, right? Daniel was praying. And according to scriptures, it was the, the, the uh, uh, Michael doesn't show up for 21 days later. But it wasn't Michael who was sent first. It was another angel that had been sent before him. Who, because of all the things he was fighting to get to Daniel, he was held up. Uh, but God didn't let it you know what listen. Three weeks didn't stop him from taking out. So when he showed up, he had now came in position to fulfill Daniel's prayer and request. 
I want to tell you, he would do the same so Consider the perspective of life experience. My purpose is in writing is to encourage you and assure you that what you are experiencing is truly a part of God's grace to you. Stand firm in this grace. In other words, the pieces, and what are we, the people, the, and what were the people Peter was writing to experience? For God is pleased with you to do what is right, to endure even the unfair treatment. We live in a world just not right. He understands that. He but said that we will be sheep for the slaughter. But I want to tell you, he never said it would not be with you. So it wouldn't be I safe. need to encourage you that whatever we're going through, whatever you're going through right now, God is with you. He needs you to maintain your trust. That's why I've been saying for, for forever, and it is where my gift is, the, the gift of faith, the faith is the most important subject in the Bible. Somebody says, how can you say that? I'm saying it because without faith, I can't do what their most important gift is, love. I can't do it. But with faith, faith is in God. I believe in his word. I can do it. So my faith must be intact. And what has been challenged? Your faith has been challenged every day. And the reason this challenge is to have you give up and give in and stop believing in God. So we're living in a day. That we got more information available and readily available to us. And what has happened? We stopped believing in God. We, we, we believe in everything else. AI can put something together and we'll believe. Everything. And so, but I found out that one thing is true, because he's not a man that he loves, is the word of God. It was true yesterday. It's true today, and it will be true tomorrow. It will never, ever not be true. And so, here's what I'm saying. So, out of that, he said, I'll be with you. I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. So, I found out that even when I didn't do right, he still didn't forsake me. Even when I didn't act right, he still didn't forsake me. So, uh, but all I had to do is go back to him. And, got, and repent and just yeah. be there and let him love on me yeah. and then listen for instructions to go through to the next one. What's this? So Peter said this, for God is pleased with you. In, in, in other words, if we suffer for doing wrong, what do we expect? But if we endure suffering for doing what is right, God is pleased with us. And so, uh, by the way, all trouble that come your way isn't because you did something wrong. Some of it because of righteousness. Because you stand for the right thing. Remember, he said, I want to be like the Most High God. In other words, he wants what you got. We're the only thing that was created in the image of God, and he wants that. He said, for God called you to do good, even if, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered for you. He left this in case, in case in the hands of God who always judges fairly. This is Peter. So I understand that God bestowed grace. And I want to share something. If he did this and allowed this for his, his own son, K. 
came into the world just like you and I. And then on that day in the Jordan River, he was baptized. And immediately when he came up out of the water, according to Matthew chapter 1, it says immediately that the Spirit led him into the wilderness. Oh, y'all know wilderness, right? That's the, that's the place where you're all alone. That's the place where it's dusty and dirty. That's the place where nobody wants to go. That's the place where no one wants to be. Right? So just let me tell you, Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Let me just read a little bit of that. And I'll give you what, what the Lord is saying. Matthew chapter 4. Verse 1. Don't want to watch the game. Oh, it's the thing when Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness. I want everybody to know that Spirit is capitalized, which means it's the Holy Spirit. So I last found out or last known that the Holy Spirit was a part of the Godhead. So that meant he had to have instructions from God the Father to take my son there. I want to tell you it was necessary for him to go to the wilderness because some shaping and molding was going on. Out of this experience is going to prove to him who he is, whose he is, and what he's capable of doing. Many of you will never face the devil face to face, one on one. But Jesus himself is led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Declare, tell me, what one of his cohorts, it was him. And it says, and when he fasted 40 days, by the way, when you study this, fasting for 40 days was a reference to near death. He was near death, which means he had very little uh, human natural power, if any. He literally, uh, very few people can fast for 40 days without water or food. And this is a human body. And remember, he was all man, yet all God. This wasn't his God power. So the man, and this was important because I need y'all to know something. The man in him was too weak. Let me say it to you. The man in him was too weak. But the God in him is getting ready to be lifted up. Well, watch this. The power that we couldn't see, but we know exists. Watch what happens. He said, and when he was tempted, he said that, and when he had passed 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterwards hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be, listen to what he, if thou be the son of God, Command these stones to be made bread. And Jesus answered, but he answered him and said, it is written. In other words, he had read the word because he was the word and the word was in him. And so he spoke what the word says. And when he spoke what the word says, listen to this. He said, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. In other words, he put his confidence and his trust in God. Now he does this three more times. And finally on the third time, 
the Bible tells me that the devil fleed. In other words, what caused him to leave? What was it that stood up against him and made him leave? It was the word of God. We ought to learn something from this because it wasn't Jesus' hunger. It wasn't Jesus' tears. It wasn't Jesus' sweat. It wasn't a dependence on Jesus. None of that. It was the word of God. And the word of God has power way beyond what you can see. Because as I saw the grass leaning over, the word of God also caused the enemy to move. What he recognized is that the word was in him. The word was on him. And because the word was in him and on him, it was working through him. So when he recognized that it was all over him, that he didn't bow and he didn't buckle to nothing he said. Remember, I said to y'all, he has no power to take it from you. So here's the proof right here. When Jesus is in the wilderness, weak as he's ever been, and now he's not using his natural power, but it is his spiritual power. And now causing him to stand up against the wiles of the enemy, which can help and bless any of us way beyond our imagination if we'll just trust God, believe God, and do what God says. Somebody shout hallelujah. It is evident to me that the word has power. Now I know why I told y'all about the grass and the wind blow. I couldn't see the wind. But the grass was yeah, responding so to I something think, I think I my, like, 67 greater than what year. I could see. I want to tell you, like the devil hot. will respond to something like too, too cold. greater than, than cold. what you can see. Oh, and it's called the word of God. Oh, there's power in the word. And so the word caused him to flee. So I, 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 and I, as I read the Bible, so I'll tell you something. I'm hoping that it'll be the truth. There is nothing else. No Uzi's. No AR-15. No 9 millimeter Glock. None of that is going to work on the devil. But there is something he can't have. If you're going shooting, shooting with the word of God. And shooting, you and listen. You need to, so, and the stronger you get in the word, then you can turn it in to an automatic weapon. You get to me that. That's so we, you're going to have to learn that. That's why we got to practice and spend time with the word. So what's happening is the enemy has been telling people they don't need this. And I need to encourage So even after COVID, he said, you don't even need to come out no more. But you go other places. But you think you need that? There's nothing you need more than the Word of God. And I want to encourage you. You got to get back in there because if He can keep you out of the very place that will feed you and feed your spirit, man, and keep you from the presence of God, just thank God for the TV and you know the Facebook Live and YouTube. They're all good, but they were designed as temporary mechanisms to only tell when I couldn't get there, not to replace me getting there. Oh, John, let me, let me say that to you again. Not to replace. And so, being in the presence of God is important. Videos. Because in the I presence of God, the great thing is you can 
don't have go any back updated and watch videos, videos on Dropbox. But there's nothing like being in the now. There's nothing like being in the moment. There's nothing like being in this present. And so I want to encourage you to be present here on today. Somebody We got standing around taking no more stuff. I'm going to encourage you. He's shaping and molding. Listen, kind of no pain, no for? gain. What kind of video It's time for a workout. So I know we not worried about the trouble he brings our way. Okay, so lift our hands up and let's get ready to fight. You know what Michael Buffer had right. It's time to rumble. That means that means that's right. But I got something on my side. All I gotta do is show up. Because I read the end of the book. We win. But we only win by being obedient to the word of God. I know Joel has a lot of the stuff. Sensitivity, I've got to encourage you. I've got to be able to hear the spirit of God to do what it is we need to do and the people we need. So I'm listen, I'm not denying stuff is happening. It's happened to me all around me, but it can't beat me. Well, yeah, I know he has because a lot I don't of know my God. But I heard what he said. Great is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So if he in the world, it can't be. You gotta have enough faith to believe it. Because the only thing that I can see is this world. You stand. And you come up against it, yes, it's better to do that. I don't really, but nevertheless, I can still stay. You are too. You try to figure out how you got to do this, and I know you try to put this together. You even took the Peter and gave the Paul, and just came up short over here, and trying to figure out how in the world you still where you are. What if I told you it's God? He's had his hand on your life, and he keeps you. His grace and his mercy is trying to carry you through. But you gave everybody else credit except him. I'm here today to tell you to encourage God. Give him the glory. Let him know. I know Joel, Joel has. They said, Worship Team Kevin said he's able. Oh, he's more than able. He's capable. And he's in. And he's done. Yeah, I need more information on that. And he does. And he does it because he loves you. And he's not a man that he can lie. He said. In his word, I'll never leave you nor forsake He just wants to know at what point are you going to believe him and trust him. So, listen, I got to go. I got to go. This is getting me. I want to stay here, but I can't. Listen. So, I, wanna, I, I don't want to get suffering confused. I don't want to think that God has ordered suffering on us. He has not. But what has. Because we're in this world, but not of the world, the things that are in this world and something's a part of it can get on us. But my God, your God, has the ability to get you through. That's right, Pastor. So I gotta tell y'all when I share with you that uh, the good and the bad in my life, that when I look back over my life, the bad times was actually good time because I'm shaping me and molding me to be who I am today. And I don't even remember them. Well, y'all not hearing me. Because Jones reminded me when I was laying up in the bed, uh, the hospital. And she came to see me. And she looked at my hand. And I got big hands already, right? 
but the hand was twice the size of this hand. And then the leg was twice the size of that. And two separate operations before they let me out. And then I couldn't walk. And then I was in so much pain, it felt like my foot was on fire. But all I remember is that it happened. I don't feel the pain. The pain is not with me anymore. Oh, by the way, I'm no longer sitting, stop walking. Uh, I can talk. So I look back and say, thank you, God, for not allowing him to take me out. So, by the way, I had, I, 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 I had an argument with God. Yeah, I did. I argued with him. No, I don't suggest it for you unless you know him like that. Okay, but you gotta have, but he is my God. I love him. I had to repent, so I'll let y'all know that already. But I said, God, you didn't have to do this. You didn't allow this. And he said, yes, I did. And I said, no, you didn't. He said, yes, I did. He said, and I said, why? He said, because she wasn't listening. Well. And I said, why? I was listening. No, he said, you wasn't listening. Remember? And he gave me an essence. And I said, and he gave me another one. Because he never brings judgment without warning. So I got to tell you, so why did I start by telling y'all about obedience? So if you're sensitive to the voice of God, and be careful here, don't get like me. I've done this. Don't get busyness confused with destiny. Right. Right. Do not get busyness confused with doing the will of God. Right. So you can be busy. Right. And out of the will of God. Right. Because you're not listening. You better say that. Ask me how I know. Thank you for asking. I done it. And then I had to have a conversation and he reminded me of where I was supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. So that's why it's so important for me right now is that I do what God's called me to do and be what God's called me to be in spite of what I want to do. Yes, Lord. I have to stop and put down my want to be and want to do to do what he said. I am not going to let that get in the way of my life. If I want to finish the rest of this life out happy, obedience is the key to it. Yes, it is. I want to tell all of you this is about the shaping and molding of the leaders. Amen. And I myself can contest of it, attest of it, because it's happening in my own life. By the way, nobody gets an exemption card. Praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, I'm so and so, and I get a kick out of titles with people today. You know, they tell me who they are, and I'm like, really, <laughs> really? Okay. So, the making of a leader. This is important, and so this, you know, and, and I started thinking of that. And I was actually uh, this book that I'm listening to on Audible. As the making of leaders, and a lot of it was designed around athletes initially, the first one. And these right now, uh, these athletes are like super athletes in, in terms of what they go through and the practice and the preparing to be who they are. Because see, they all want the million dollar paycheck. But here's what I want: I want the blessings of God. The blessings of God is worth more than a million dollar paycheck or the millions. Okay, so the blessings of God is empowerment. And so to be empowered by God. And so I want to take you one more place and then I'm going to end there. I want you all to go to Daniel. 
chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3. Uh, Daniel chapter 3. I had mine all mapped out and everything fell out. There we go. Daniel chapter 3. Y'all remember this? So these, I want to share with you about shaping and molding of leaders. So I want to tell you this about this story. So then there was a king called Nebuchadnezzar. The king made an image of gold whose height was three scores of cubits and breadth six cubits, and he set it up in the plain of Dora and the province of Babylon. And then Nebuchadnezzar, let me share with y'all, just give you, I, I'm a paraphrase for the reason of reading all the scripture, because it's there in the book, so you will let you know that I'm not saying nothing that we ain't read. Nebuchadnezzar is king, and he believed in himself. And he now set up, he made something, and this ought to tell you some how crazy people are, right? He made something and he worshiped. And then he tells everybody, because he king, that you're going to fall down. When y'all hear the heart, the sound of the horns, and anything in the instruments playing, y'all fall down and worship him. And because of his kingship and his authority uh, over the people, they did it. Except there were some three boys. Three boys, along with Daniel. Okay? These were Daniel's friends. But this is matched by Meshach, Abednego, and Shadrach, right? I know we say them differently, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You got it, you got it. That's how they came to You got it, you got it. Three of these guys, they came as teenagers. Yep. Teenagers in the captivity in Babylon. But I need y'all to understand something, that they understood about who they were. They understood who they were. They understand who they were. And guess what? The heathen king, Nebuchadnezzar, knew who they were as well because he put them in positions of authority in his kingdom. He took these boys and gave them positions within his kingdom because he knew there was an anointing on their lives. Take one of your average servants in place. But they said, King, you, you ain't got to go through and explain all of what you put in order. We know you're King. We've honored and showed you respect. But we have a place in our lives that what you're asking us to do, we can't do. Because now you're stepping in a place that I, we have a God. And we understand we're in captivity. Y'all need to get there. We understand we're in captivity. But God is still with us. Right. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. They understood this. They're now saying, we understand. See, because of the sins of our forefathers, here's where we are. But God is still with us. Y'all got Although I'm in this world, but God is still with me. Y'all hear me? So you get this now. Stop worrying about where you are, what you've gone through. When did God said, I'm not going to be with you? It's not in his word. That's right, that's right. He's not a man that he can lie. So he said, so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are here, and then they said, listen, O king, 
We understand you're who you are. And uh, we said long live the king and all that stuff too. But this one thing we're not going to do is we're not bow down and worship something, a God that you made. We're not doing that. He said, well, you understand the decree. You understand the decree I made. So they said, well, yeah, you know, we do. So he took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and he said, well, according to the decree, I said we had a burning uh, 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 furnace that we heated up, and he told the soldiers, uh, he said, heat it up seven times more. Y'all didn't hear me. It was already hot. He said, make it seven times hot. They made it so hot that as they were making it hot, hotter, it burned them up. Sure did. Sure did. Down sure did. That was a hot place. Sure did. That it burned them up. But I want to share with you the power. Remember the wind that I couldn't see, but I could see that it was doing something. Oh, I'm going to keep on putting that out there. The wind was blowing, and I believe the wind is blowing. And even so, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego says, King, we don't even need you to defend us. And here's what the, just as the psalmist says, he's able. They said, well, even if God doesn't save us, we do know that he's able. So we're just going to trust in his ableness and his ability to do so. And so because of that, according to scripture, they get them and throw them in the fire. This is why I love this story. I don't know, we, 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 we preached it into the ground. But one thing I love was, the, here's what we said, it was their faith in God and what they believed and their obedience that they would not worship any other gods. He said that to us, right? I don't want y'all to worship any other gods. See, that's the danger of making stuff your God. Yes. Your house. Your yes. God, your boo. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. Be careful making it your God. Because now you didn't put that in front of him. And, uh, and that will upset it. He said, they said, no, King, we're not going to do it. I love this because the king's own men. Now, remember, I told you to shake and get over. What kind of character and leaders would these be? I'm going to show you how effective their leadership was going to be out of what they do. Out of the stance that they take, he throws them in the fire. And then, all of a sudden, the king says, my God. They're walking around. He says, hold it. I only put three in there. Where the fourth I one see four. Where did the fourth one come from? And who is yes. with them? I'll never leave you. Nor forsake you. In other words, I'm with you because greater is he that's in you. Is in the world. So he had to. He came out. Remember the goods? I couldn't see the wind. But this time, he came and exposed himself yeah. to give them an image yeah. to see himself. Yeah. So he said, well, I need the king. The king, that I was share with something. It was illegal. And yeah, you've never seen a king run. It's, it's spinning you've now. never seen a king sweat. It was service. It was, it was, it, it was that because they were too It's like gracious. really choppy, you see? Right? The king ran. Did you see? According to scriptures, he ran to see them. And when he said it, I, we put three, and I counted four. Now, I even have to tell you all this. 
end their lives Something early. Happened. Oh, baby, let like them know, people. Well, he's right. I mean, he's right. If the fire was so hot that the guy was throwing wood or whatever is in it, burned up, and they weren't even here, they weren't in it. How did the kid get to a place where he could look at it and see? Except when he saw the floor. I didn't say the flames would stop burning, but somehow now they cooled it down. Yeah. He said, hold it. They got burning up, and they don't even smell like smoke. Uh, you can smell the bodies burning when something burns. He said, but they're not burning. But here's the power of leadership and obedience and the shaping and more. When they came out of the fire, they had the king's attention. The heathen king wanted to listen to the boys about their God. I need to know something. Oh, really? And how did y'all have the ability to go to the I love peanut butter. Greasy cups. Peanut butter. Nice crispy cookie. I'm sharing with y'all. Somebody go on through something right now. And I want you to put your trust and your confidence in God. And I want you to know that God's coming out with you on the other side. When the enemy looks at you and says, How in the world did she get out of that? Hold it. She got a smile on her face. How she's smiling after I did this to her. How she's still standing after I did. Oh, he said, I heard it. He said, and after I can touch, touch the very thing she said she loved. But what she didn't do is love anything greater than the love that she had for God. Oh, he came out and he didn't even smell like God. I said, my God. Father, I thank you. I see the shape of it. Sometimes, so it's, it's, it's nice. Lots of times, we want it to happen on the mountaintop. But the real shaping of holding happens in those valley places, those low places. When I didn't feel good, when I didn't necessarily look good. You know, if, if, if you saw me, you said, I know something wrong. But that's the place where God can meet you. See, the high places, they're a little confusing. Because the high places, you'll think that it was you. The low places, you know you need God. So you can have your attention. I want to say to you today, Shaping the mold of a leader can happen in those valley places. I even came to the place, I even had a personal uh, uh, experience with a shadow. And he said, Although I walked through the shadow, the, the valley with the shadow, right? Of death. Death is what most people fear. I used to be scared to go to the hospital to visit people. I didn't go to the hospital, and I didn't go to the doctor, and I was afraid of funerals. You said you was. Yeah, because I was. <laughs> Only to discover that death was defeated. And I no longer have any fear of death because it can't have those things for me. In fact, to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. I'm comfortable with that now. To know that no matter as long, and by the way, I'm not going nowhere no time soon. 
today, I can tell you, he's taking and shaping and molding leaders out of some stuff because of where we came from. He's now I can use him. Now I can trust him because of where he's been, what he saw, what he's done. Huh. And I just want to encourage y'all today. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So the person that's here right now, and you were thinking, how can God use me? Based on what I've done. Based on where I've been. I told you the devil is alive. God's original plan, he created you in his image. That never changed. Oh, by the way, no, I got more proof. He gave them the plan, the purpose, in Genesis 1.28. They said, by the time we get to two, uh, three, chapter three, right? There's only two perfect chapters in the Bible. So by the time we get to chapter three, we find out that now they have said the glory of God, the crown of God was removed. But did his purpose change? Absolutely not. He put a plan in place to get him back. That's what redemption is all about. He redeemed them. Uh, just, just like Coca-Cola. That's where they got their whole process from. When they used to let the, the bottles come back. And they, they would pay you for it. And then they clean it up. And then they refill it again. Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, give the Lord another round of applause right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for these, your people. Those that are watching, God. We thank you that somebody is getting up out of their mess right now. Because you just encouraged them. You strengthen them. You know that your grace and your mercy is upon them. And they shall succeed. To do and be who you call them to be. So God I thank you right now. Let your Holy Spirit speak to their heart. Speak to their minds. God let them move in your presence. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. 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 Also just remind you all. Just before we go off the air. We could, we could use your support to help. If you'll send in your time. Your offering. Your blessing. To be a part of so We can continue to carry this message even further. So we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a round of applause. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As we get ready for our tithes and offerings. Amen. Hallelujah. How many know y'all can do it? Everybody's hand ought to be ready. Okay. We can do this thing. We can do this. Now I know uh, they got communion ready, so we're going to do it, but we were supposed to do communion next week, but that's all right. We're going to do it because it's ready. Hallelujah. We will do it again next week. So I want you all to get your tithes and offering ready. Amen. Um, we are a tithe church if you need an offer. Go to, um, if not, it's up on the screen. Blends. It's coming up on the screen on how to give the QR code no, to the new one uh, in Mills. our support there electronically. Oh. Amen. But if you're writing a check or using cash, you can do that with us. 
You know, right I got here, one down. Uh, we're going to have the offering back basket up here on the altar. And right here as well. We're going to do them both together. The reason I said next week also is next week we're having baptism. Yeah. Um, so next week we're actually going back to our old church building where the baptismal pool is. And we're having service there. At I had to go get her. 2205. I had to go get her. Where was she at? They went so be there at 1030. So we'll be, uh, we'll be ready at service. We'll start at 11. November 1st. Okay. So, so they, uh, like that's time in. Their church service at 1130. So don't be late. Uh, be on time. We're going to be there. That's, that's the, the right first time. time. We've actually, we're having a joint service with them. Um, uh, I will be preaching. You talk to my mom. So next week. I had, they called me yesterday. 30, 11 o'clock service starts. So. 2205 We will be there. We're having baptism. So communion. So that's why I said we were going to do this next week, but we will do it for everybody here today as well. You can do communion. They call me when is your party? Many times this week we like. But we will be doing communion today. It's prepared. But next she week, we I think she said the lease and And dedication. So, the uh, so if there's any children that need to be dedicated, uh, any people. So if we don't baptize babies, we dedicate them to so they can get of age and communicate it for themselves if that's what they want. Right? So we will be there. I want to make sure everybody so knows we will not be here next week. Um, we're probably we're going to really get notes and signs up next week. I kind of sent out some notifications. To remind Dirty people where we're going to be. All right. I, I don't so, 2205 Lancaster Avenue, which is our old church. It's disgusting. And it's this is one, oh, it's one year that we moved out. One year that we moved out of that building and let the other oh, church no. come in. Now, I got to tell you something. Before we go any further, because that was a big deal for me. Stop right? No, on camera. Because we had a daycare. And I could have kept the daycare open and kept it there. Um, and, they, and the daycare could have raised enough funds to support the building by itself. Okay. As it has in the, the brother, the sister, the church could. The grown lady. Okay. But I decided. No. Anita? Thank you for the correction. Oh, okay. God decided. And oh, so said, reset. He told me to get up, reset. I need you to leave. Then why they and I'm like, there? leave. I need to have a plan. I had no plan for the building other than the cell. But why we had to leave is because we needed to let somebody else in. By the way, so the other church that's there now has tripled in size since we let them in. Don't give them a round of applause. That's, that's not the thing. We said, well, you have it. My thing was to move. I was obedient. Our blessings will come from God. Ours is going to come from God. We moved. Bob had his move in one week. We were done. We were out. The daycare, they 